Recorded live. Morning, guys. There's just three of us on the line at the moment, so I'm going to wait another minute, um, even though it's already 12.16. Not sure where I'm thinking. Two and a half. Two and a half minutes. <laughs> two and a half people. No. Oh, yes. two and a half. Sally got it. I'm a half person. I'm not. Oh, you're I, on your half I, 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 Oh, gotcha. I'm, yeah. I have to, I'm, a, I'm working, so I'm yeah. not giving my full attention. Gotcha. Having an incident. Okay. No, just Linda and myself. Yep, for now. <laughs> oh, there's Lars. Alrighty. Hello. Hi, Lars. I'm going to pray There's okay. just. Um, three half of us on the call at the moment, and um, so three and a half. We can do three and a half. <laughs> so I'm placing my hand in my heart, taking in that deep breath of love and gratitude. So grateful for this safe and sacred space, for this community, for these friendships for the teachings for Jennifer and all those who support her at the Power of Love Ministries. Grateful for our willingness to have committed to this year of learning and sharing and growing with each other. Grateful to be able to stay within our loving hearts. Grateful that we have all committed to coming here together today to continue to learn and grow and love and share and be authentic in this non-judgmental space. We are so grateful and thank you that thankful that we can share the benefits of our prayers and our call and our learning with everyone in all directions of time and space and grateful that we can accept it and receive it. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. So as I said, this is Linda. I'm here in Erie, PA. Good morning, everybody. I'm Sally in Richmond Hill. Have you moved, Sally? No, I just, I always say Toronto, but it's actually north of Toronto. It's a little place called Richmond Hill. Oh. The interesting thing is my prayer partner is from Richmond, Virginia, so uh, now, so uh, there's a connection. But it's in Ontario, just north of Toronto. Thank you for that. <laughs> and good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And good afternoon, Lars. Yeah, good afternoon, Linda. Mm-hmm. Well, good morning for you. <laughs> well, only jazz because it's 12.15 now. Mm. Also, so afternoon. <sighs> and good morning to Carla, who's quiet this morning. <laughs>
but I was talking. Yeah, hello, I was eating, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I have to, Philip, uh, I have to pay attention. There's an issue at work. We're waiting. So I'm in a wait mode, so that's why I started last night. Okay. Well, we're going to hold that space for you so that that issue can be resolved before this call is over. (laughs) Thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, my prayer partner, Peter, has uh, shared about uh, his surgery. He was supposed to have it this past Tuesday, but it's now going to be this coming Tuesday. So he said he was going to put something on Facebook again, but um, just keep that in mind in your prayers. Yes, he he did post that it was postponed, which I was you know, praying for him because it's always frustrating when you think something's going to happen like that and it doesn't. But So we pray that this coming Tuesday, it does work, happen, and everything happens according to the plan. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I joined the, actually, I had my prayer partnership with him on Thursday night during, so it went into, I joined about 20 minutes into Jennifer's uh, prep call for next week, uh, next year, and it was it was a very, um, very, uh, and I didn't listen to it all because of it got, it was running. In like two hours, so it was getting late. But it was very uh, inspirational, wasn't it? For those who... I know, Linda, you were on because you shared. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Has anybody thought about what they're doing next year yet? Yes. Uh, I'm last. Uh, yesterday I talked to Jennifer about it. And she told me that she will offer two interesting courses, one Master for Living 3, but there will be another course, which is called Ascension or something like Ascension, where she will work with the Masters, with the Ascended Masters prayers and something like that. And I feel very much guided to do this, for I really like working with the Sacred Flames and these meditations. It helped me so much, and so I'm really looking forward to it. Is that is that different than the practitioner's track? It seems to be. She told me that this would be a different kind of class. It's very similar with, uh, to Masterful Living. It's a sort of Masterful Living, but it will concentrate more on the masters and the teachings of the masters. And also there will be prayer partnership as usual, and this will be another course, she told me. Mm-hmm. but very similar. So I'm really looking forward to it for it's really wonderful to work with these sacred flames, I think, and I'm really interested in it. Did you say so Lars, the day? Go ahead. What was that, Carla? 
did she have, has she been able to nail down when, like a time? No, she has said that there will be an email coming mm-hmm. next week or the week after next week or so. Okay, thanks. So it's interesting because I my plan was, you know, possibly not to continue with the the two, three, the way it's been going, but uh, with her introducing the Ascended Masters, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I've started going to a Summit Lighthouse meeting, which is close by my house, where they work with the Elizabeth Clare Prophet and Mark Prophet and uh, the Ascended Masters. So I might uh, think about joining Jennifer with her course on the same subject and see where it goes. But uh, I have my call with her on the 31st of December, so I've got uh, until the end of the year to give all these things some thought. And as you know, I just uh, got myself in a, a, a pickle with my hand in a cast, so I'm uh, in a false state of... Uh, Say so doing nothing, shall we say? <laughs> Which hand? It's an opportunity to uh, to to sit back and really look at one's next steps. Uh, Laura, since I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, is are you still doing the um, facilitation of the German language course group, or what's happening there? Yeah, Philip, absolutely. At the moment, it works fine. We are only four people at the moment, but it doesn't matter. It's really a wonderful course, and I need to do facilitation in this sense. For we all talk to each other, and we are all facilitators, so it's really balanced. But it's a wonderful course, and I could really use the experiences for Masterful Living very well. For it's so important for me to put them into practice, and it's yes, it has shifted a lot for me, and so it's a wonderful course, and I. Yes, I like to have people nearby me to which I can or who I can uh, meet someday or so. It's really a wonderful group and a very deepening of my practice. So it works for, yes, it's three months or so this course exists. And so everything is fine at the moment. I'm really looking forward to next year. Lars, do you uh, make some sort of um, program or do you just, uh, you talk on the phone, I think, don't you? Yeah, we uh, we have, it's an internet group. I, it's oh, on based internet. on David Hofmeister's book, um, Unwind Your Mind. And he, ah, right. And we are talking yes, about... Something to, con- con- to, to work with some particular book because then you've got some focus to, with ideas. Yeah. Absolutely. We always read 10 pages or so, only three or four pages. At the beginning, we listen to music and then we connect with spirit. We keep, we are become quiet and try to connect with spirit. And afterwards, we talk about our spiritual experiences the last week. And then we talk about the book, about specific passages of the book. And they are really 
deep, they're very inspiring, and each one of us shares what is coming into his mind. And then there are, yes, there's a, there are beautiful conversations about being guided by spirit and all the stuff, which is um, very similar, or it's called a miracle. David is very centered, is very concentrated on A Course in Miracles. And yeah, and afterwards, we put all the things which are in our mind on the holy altar fire of divine love. We let them go. And yes, and then we meet next week and we, we, we have planned to read the next five or six pages. And it works really great. Mm -hmm. Because his books are really so inspiring because it's A Course in Miracle in short. I would say, because yeah. in each in each chapter there's so much stuff, and it's his style of writing is so inspiring because you uh, simply by reading it you are connected to spirit in a very deep way. I feel. I whenever I read his books, I feel much more connected to spirit than before. So it's really incredible his way of speaking and his way of writing. So it's really a deepening of, of spiritual practice. I find. Because I I listened to well I was re-listening to things and uh, Jennifer's talk with David Hofmeister on the uh, one of her living course in miracles courses that she did and uh, he mentioned that book. I what did you say the name was? Unwind your mind. Unwind your mind. Yes. Thank But you. he has written other books yet. I mean the newest one is called Quantum. Uh, sort of quantum, I don't know quantum, uh, I, I don't know really the exact name, you can look it up on Amazon, but there's a newer one. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think he has a bunch, of, quite a few. Well, I'm feeling a little sleep challenged. <laughs> When I went to sleep, maybe six <laughs> or thirty or so this morning. Was there a reason for that? I liked your call on Wednesday, Carla, and um, your persistence with being that on that uh, call. Said it's difficult for me to make it because it's I need a break on the <laughs> on the weeknights. Well, thank you for mentioning that. I mean, just because um, I I felt like I was on fire then. I was something was like I'd eaten a lot of sugars. <laughs> Oh no. But um 
Yeah, I just I do want to welcome anybody or invite anybody who wants to come because especially during the holidays. Um, I think I only had one time when it was just me because I I I don't know what to do <laughs> when it's just me. And um, so yeah, I mean just um, putting it out there. And uh, I feel like oh, I feel like as a thought, but um, I. I think I really spoke about a lot of healing I was having and uh, was kind of incredible. And actually, last night, I went to a Course in Miracles group, a closed one, and uh, there used to be six and five and four. I think last night, because of the holidays, there was just two of us. And, um, and I think I'm forgetting... Like last year at this time, I saw opportunities every day to to heal and grow and choose again and stuff. And I, I think I'm not quite seeing that as – I'm seeing it differently. But um, the guy who made the group, I've been feeling some impatience. And one time I mentioned it and he acknowledged it. and. Um, so last night at the group again, I mean, I was speaking on how I really, I'm really trying to let go of you know, judging myself, that I'm I'm okay, whatever I'm choosing is fine, even if I feel like um choosing judgment. And he, he, he didn't like that. I mean, he, I said, and what was interesting is that I didn't feel defensive at all. Like... I just said, what would you like? What would be helpful? And I was just really open to um, whatever whatever he wanted to do. And actually, what he wanted to do was actually very similar to something I do all the time, is when I read things, and then I take them into, I, I, I write them down like they're mine, <laughs> like they're my thought, the thoughts that I'm working on or in, engaging in or learning or growing into or, or you know, just experiencing or whatever. Like in the Seven Sacred Flames, I do that. And um, we did that for the whole hour and a half. We just read the course like it was a prayer. And we kind of changed the words to, to own them. And it was just so, it was so healing. I could feel the energy shift, the vibrational shift of the meeting. I just, um, it just showed me again <laughs> um, the miracles that can happen when we release our attachment to the meaning we're making of things. So. Um, yeah, so thank you. Yeah, I could hear the lightness in your voice on your Wednesday call. I think I texted you about that. And um, the, I, I don't know, I feel like, like you said, just being okay with when you're in judgment, as long as you're 
noticing it and allowing it to move through you and saying, okay, I'm noticing this judgment coming up. I'm not really interested in that thought, but I I will notice it and let it pass through me. And it doesn't mean we have to act on it, but I feel like if I resist it or if I try to push it away or push it down, that it just gets stronger. I'm giving it power. To me, it's you know, it's uh, the awareness of the judgment because so often, like you say, something will happen negative, and rather than recognizing it as a judgment and let letting it flow through you, you know, it would be a tendency to to sort of push it under the rug and oh, I don't like that thought. So I think the awareness of it and letting it come to the surface is good. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> I was in a, I'm still, I mean, who knows what time is, but the, I've been noticing those judgments so much more. And so I'm like, it's, it's, it's been demoralizing at times, which I choose. And, uh, and I'm realizing, I mean, Jennifer's spoken all this stuff. I mean, it's like I'm getting some of it that I've been hearing it for probably almost two years now or longer. And um, it's not that I'm having more judgments, it's that I'm noticing them and they seem like more. And what I'm noticing is so much more painful because I used to like you said, then to block it out and, you know, or, and, or do whatever. And now, I mean, it just, it just has been so, it's like I'm more sensitive or something, more aware, I'm sure. And, um, seems like, I remember last year, I was thinking when, when Jennifer said like the number of judgments you had or whatever number of, of, uh, and it was like pretty low, and I'm like, now it's <laughs> wow. That was that was pretty um, un- unaware. <laughs> I see it right there. Um, yeah, it's just. Um, I think I'm starting to get the uh, happier. Yeah, I really, when I started this course and there's this talk about having judgments all the time, I thought, well, I don't have any judgments. And I think mm-hmm. the fact that now after two years I'm recognizing them, I went to the hairdresser this morning and the person who did my hair, I didn't, it went to a local place that was close and handy. And, and you know, I had a lot of judgments about this person that was doing my hair. And, uh, you know, before I would have just thought, well, you know, they are what they are, and I, I'm thinking these thoughts about them. I wouldn't have recognized them as judgments, you know, the the age of the man, the, the way he was dressed, the, the way he did my hair, everything, you know, I was judging because it wasn't mm-hmm. my usual guy, and I, <laughs> I was... Uh, 
know, I think that uh, the fact that we're recognizing the judgments more is that definitely, I, don't, I remember Dr. Hugh Lynn saying that, you know, he, if he ever got through a day and didn't judge anything, he'd give himself a big treat. And uh, so we're, we're judging all the time. Yeah, I just assume if a day is by where I think I don't judge anybody, I probably <laughs> missed it. Yes. We <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say the same thing, that when I first started um, finding, finding freedom and masterful living, I thought, oh, I'm not a very judgmental person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, was I wrong? <laughs> I was living in that ignorant bliss state, I guess. But um, it's much more peaceful and joyful um, seeing them now and and knowing that I have the connections to my higher Holy Spirit self and the invisible to release them and learn and grow. So, yeah. (laughs) I am not a judgmental person. (laughs) You are perfect. Exactly. We are all perfect, but... uh... We are perfect. Yes. So is everybody else around us, I guess that's the thing. Mm. And for me, it's also important to feel that I'm not helpless, that I'm responsible for everything I see. So when I feel a judgment coming up, then I take on all my responsibilities. I accept my responsibility for it. And so it's not a problem anymore because if this judgment doesn't take roots and I can just observe it and let it go then I really feel better afterwards and I also feel that more and more judgments are coming up now at the moment and the situations become more and more challenging for me but it's easier to let them go so I can really take on more things it's easier for me to deal with the problems now and so I'm very grateful for it for I really feel a shift in consciousness during the last years in Masterful Living. Yeah, going up a level, um, like in the video games that the kids play, hmm. you know, the, the, the more awake and aware we become, the more challenging it can appear to get. But... Hmm. Uh, but it's also exciting and you wonder what the possibilities are and you're grateful for the tools that you have in order to deal with it all. Hmm. Yeah, I was have been really focused on increasing my willingness and I read... Um, I think I spoke about it Wednesday. I, I, I forget. So um, on the on the on development of trust, because that was my aspiration for this year. It was one word, 
trust. <laughs> uh, not trust anything specific. Not trust this, trust that. No, I had no parameters, really. And um, so I read that for the first time in a long time, and I got to the stage five or something. I think that's what it was. And, and it said, I mean, not that I know that I think I'm there, <laughs> but I mean, I think we're in all the stages all the time moving around, and depending on how we, you know, react to something. Um, but um, but that said something like, that's when you, we think you have learned willingness, that is when you discover what the willingness is for. And I'm like, uh, wow, what is that for? So I'm like asking myself, like <sighs> learning, wanting to learn that. So I think I hear about what everything is talking, everybody's talking about. It's, it's kind of that. Yeah, it just feels nice just to even confirm that for myself. Confirm, con- what, confirm, say, what do you mean? That, that we're, that I'm doing it. <laughs> oh. No, that I'm, um, that I've accomplished so much and that I'm continuing to be, um, committed to, myself in this way. That's really powerful. Committed to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Integrity. I'm committed to having integrity. There's so many people, you know, commit into relationships and to whatever, um, in a way, in doing masterful living, you're kind of committing that, you're paying. And then so, and that's, that's really, so you don't have any ceremony in the world for that, do we? Committing to yourself. No, not really. Unless you become a priest or a nun, and then you're committing to God. But I don't know. To me, committing to myself is committing to my God self. So, kind of the same thing. So, can you give an example what you mean by committing to yourself or your God self? Well, just to. Um. To continue to do my spiritual practice every day, um, even if I don't feel like it or I feel like I'm not going to have the time or when I'm doing it, I'm 
feeling like it's not like I'm just going through the motions, even just going through the motions, just committed to doing it. Whether I feel like I'm getting any benefit out of it in the moment or not is one thing. And um, committing to myself as far as um, when people ask me to do things or go somewhere, if I, you know, committing to myself to take the time to ask myself, is that something that I feel that I really should do? Like, is God leading me to do that or to go there or whatever? Or am I just doing it because I want to, please the people and make sure they still like me kind of thing, you know? Uh, I think it's easy to uh, make decisions on the wrong, based on the wrong things. Yes. Was it you that was talking about clutter clearing and uh, does this bring joy in my life? Somebody was talking about doing clutter clearing and asking that question. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Does it something bring joy in your life? Is that was that you that was talking about asking that question when you're trying to get rid of clutter? I might have been asking that question of Mary when she was talking about how she was clearing so much clutter in her in her yeah. home. Yeah. Well, somebody was, was talking just... about it, and I thought, well, that's you know, the same with answering a question if somebody asks you to go somewhere. You know, is it going to bring joy? Mm-hmm. Something I really want to do, or am I doing it for some other reason? Right. It took me a while. To, it took uh, Linda to understand that you were asking about clutter. I heard cluster or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> the junk around our house. You know, that has been my goal for two years, and I still haven't decluttered my house. I just... I need time, as I mentioned in that very short survey we that uh, our dear Jennifer asked us to do. If any of you have done it, I'm being sarcastic. I missed the fact yeah. that at the very end, although I did it and got right to the end, I didn't notice the link at the bottom, right at the end, that went to the uh, one-on-one calls. And it was only because I was listening to the class call that she mentioned it that I... Knew it was there because the yeah, call, you know, it if it had said at the beginning, at the end, there's this link, then uh, I thought that would have felt. All right, she said it in an email that it was the schedule was at the end of the survey. Yes, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that anyway. I did, I did do the survey though, and as you say, it's uh, it's challenging because you have to think about all these things. Sometimes the choices of answers didn't really um, fit with what one would like to say. I'd like, oh, okay. to speak on, I'd like to speak on your question as to what it is to commit to self, if I can. Um, it's, I'm going to read something from the seventh cycle flame. It's, uh, it's, and this, to me, seems to really... Um, 
to really answer it. It says establish a conscious connection with your I am presence and the fulfillment of your divine plan. The ascension is the unification, the merging into divine union with your magnificent I am presence. In order to embody this glorious aspect of yourself, it is an obvious requirement that you make yourself very familiar and intimate with the aspect of self you want to merge with. How can you expect to unify with an aspect of self that you have not spent the time to know and understand? Um, The master within is awake and alert at all times, forever waiting for your recognition. To me, that really is commitment to self. That sounds like to me. There's probably more, but that's... Whereabouts is that, Tyler, in that book? Well, I read some two different paragraphs. One, I started on this um, in the 112, and it's like, because there's like um, 12 main guidelines to ascension, and I read from 7 and 3. Okay. I and that, I numbered them. Yeah, I, I find that book is amazing because I started off with it online, and uh, it's not so practical uh, to to read, you know, to open it and read in various places. But I so I bought the book, and I'm going through a different way each week, and it's amazing. You read a chapter, and you just read it a few weeks ago, and it's completely new as if you'd never read it before mm-hmm. there's so much wisdom in there I just find it uh, it's beautiful yeah, I shared on the Wednesday call but I'll, I'll speak it again so I'll just, listen to the Wednesday call well okay I'll say it I can do that or you can be, share it again well I just this, what I've started a practice is kind of combining Jennifer's um, Desire of the Heart and and reading this book. So I take a, a, a paragraph and I'll write it down. Like it says, embrace the banner of humility and the sweet surrender to one's holy vow. So I write it down like I am so willing to discover how to or I am willing to. I just, it's like, yes. Anything I write down in my like I am doing it. I am willing. Yes, because yes, you're it. not just writing the sentence to remind you of it, but you're writing it down. I am willing to to do this. Right. It really makes it personal. Very powerful. Mm. Yes, there's, there's definitely so much in that uh, Seven Sacred Flames book that you just have to keep reading it and reading it. Mm-hmm. So if that's the sort of thing she's going to talk about in the next 
you know, if she's going to do another course, then maybe I would join that. I think I'm assuming that would be the ascension course. I don't. I mean, what do I want to do next year? I, I don't know. I know there's something. I, I mean, I am not a. It's stopping or not doing something. It doesn't even enter my mind, and I can't imagine. I mean, it talks about that in a seven. Sacred race too that that learning your learning and growing never stops. That is life, and so I I can't. It's impossible. I can think I am sometimes. I'm like shutting down or judging or whatever, you know. But I I can't. It's not possible. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but um, what I know, I'll do it. <laughs> I just know that. That's kind of how I feel, too. I know I'm not going to, I know I'm continuing on, but I'm not certain if I'm wanting to go into the counselor's training or the ministerial training um, no matter what I do I would really appreciate being able to continue in the community because um, doing it together has been the I think the most rewarding part of this journey, just getting to know you all and, you know, feeling that connection with everybody. Yes, I would agree with you there. That's what I felt at the end of the last year. I thought there's no way I could stop at the end of year one because I didn't like to lose the connection. And I thought, well, if I stopped at the end of this year, if I um, made friends with people on the Facebook page so that they became personal friends as opposed to just coming to be on the Masterful Living site, then that would be, you know, a, a second best thing to keep the connection of the circle. Yeah. Yeah, and it must be something that is, I don't know if it's exclusive to this Space that Jennifer has put together. I mean, I belong to other groups on Facebook as well, and you know, have um, personally friended other people from those groups on Facebook as well. But I, there's just something really sacred about this particular space. For some reason, and I feel like there's other people that have felt it too, like when um, Jesse Brune was sharing on the call on Thursday, he's joining again. And from what I understood when he was speaking, that is one of the big reasons why is this this community that um, 
Jennifer and all of the people that work for her have uh, put together and hold for us so beautifully. Yes, the thing is that even if you're friends with people who were part of the group and your you know, uh, personal friends, you wouldn't be able to share in the same way because it would just go out into the whole world of friends as opposed to just staying in the community. So unless you're on the, the, the closed, you know, the the Facebook page that's for the, the, the community, mm-hmm. wouldn't feel so able to talk about things and receive messages like that, so mm-hmm. wouldn't work. I just I just find that things move along. You think you're making plans, you think you're in charge, but you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is finding mm-hmm. its own path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like that saying, we make plans and God laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> That's about it. So then you're well, back to trust and and just not making your own plans, but just trust that what 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 happens is the right thing. That's exactly an example of what happened with my computers, how they both broke in like August or September and and I fixed one, and then <clears throat> that one failed again, and I had to send it back in again. And, um, I mean, I have one computer back. I got it back yesterday, but I haven't done anything with it yet. But um, And I just got a phone call from them. Um, they fixed it for free because it was under warranty. Um, um, it sounds like it's going to be... I thought this before, it's going to be better than ever. And you know what? I'm not as attached to that. If it's not true, I thought that before. And I was like, wasn't, it just didn't seem. And I'm like, okay, it happened once. It's like it's no big deal now, you know? If it is, great. If it's not, okay, it's okay. It's okay. Back to the commitment um, or the next mm-hmm. year. I when I did Finding Freedom two and a half years ago, yeah, you know, her Jennifer's line of thirty thousand or so negative thoughts, and if you do ten a day, you know, that <laughs> kind of hooked me in. And I was kind of committed to the whole three years when I joined Master the Living. Although I have to admit, I was, I don't feel I fit into. Um, Maybe there's resistance to the ministerial and the counseling because of my dad's being a minister and a missionary. Um, if I do any of the paths, it's probably be the practitioner. And I'm, if right now it sounds like it could be as many as, let's see, practitioner, minister, counselor, sacred flames, course in miracles, that's five. <laughs> and, and being my practical mind is saying, you know, there's always people that drop off and, we're going to have to, to me, we're going to have to, the prayer partnership's going to have to cross those different. Um, yeah, that's a good thing too. What I find with the different prayer partners I have, I talk about different things because they're, you know, in 
into different uh, aspects of the things that Jennifer teaches us. Yeah, out of the four prayer partners that I still have contact with on a regular basis, um, I really feel like only two of them are uh, in the in, in Jennifer's classes doing the work anymore, and um, I I go back and forth to having resistance to <laughs> continuing those prayer partnerships, but there's always something wonderful and beautiful that comes through those conversations, even though we're not talking about what we're learning here in Masterful Living. So I feel like um, even if some of us are doing ministerial, some of us are doing practitioners, some of us are doing ascended masters, that there will still be some really rich, deep um, healing and learning that we will um, get benefit from uh, coming together, whether it be just one-on-one with a prayer partnership or in community calls. Oh, that reminds me. Did she do the same thing for Master of Living One? Are they also going down that track for their year two? Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know enough about anything. <laughs> That's one of your favorites. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, it's just, I, I can't make it, I don't know. I just have to see what unfolds, I guess. Just like with my computers. <laughs> I just never know. You know, Carla, I, um, you know, year one, I don't know when you popped out of your shell. I don't know <laughs> where it was year two or at the end of year one. I mean, I do well, remember you sharing in year one. And, you know, when you shared, it was always, like, significant. But um, then you really blossomed. Yeah, I was I was so focused on painting my house every day, every day for, like, Five months I spent, I worked on on my house, so I couldn't do it all day long. But I, I wasn't actually on the live, on the calls, on the phone. I usually was on the computer less listening, and I almost never shared until, unless I was prompted, and then I'd go pick up the phone and call in. And so, um, you're right. I did, shared once in a while, but it, it happened, it started happening um Last probably November, October, November, I started doing it, and the more I felt the healing and the and the helpful aspect of it, I just can't stop. I mean, I like I I can't imagine. I mean, I do this. I do. I listen to the one MSC one community call, and I um, usually talk on this one, and I do a Wednesday one almost every Wednesday, and. The, and I listen to the MLC class I like hours every week. It's a bunch. I mean, I, I don't think I could not do that. But thank you for the acknowledgement. I really, 
I don't know. Either I'm still popping out of my shell. <laughs> I guess. Thank you, though, for even remembering. Sweet. Well, the other thing, I, I was supposed to have my call with Jennifer last night. It actually got mutually canceled. I had to cancel because of the work situation. And she had to cancel it also. So um, I know. And I missed my last one with her, too. Out of schedule conflict, but oh, where was I going with this? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have never. My commitment is what's. If I look back on my year, I, you know, when I started this two years ago, I would have never thought that where I would be was a, a deeper commitment to my spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's going to show up. And. Um, Work is obviously a huge part of my healing, mm-hmm. and um, as well as the whole sexual realm. Oh, oh, God, Carla, God bless you for your share in that sexuality. That was so uh, <laughs> healing because I felt like I was on the other spectrum. If I were to judge myself, you know, the, so the male side, or you know, so. Um, I appreciate yeah. your that honesty there, but anyway. So, um, yeah, just my deepening commitment to but and the other the only other thing I would share is I seem to be on cruise control right now, but even that's okay. Believe me, this uh-huh. one situation forces me back very quickly into <laughs> into surrender. Uh, we're committing in spite of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's probably so true. The other thing is, I guess, you know, I've, I've been a course student primarily, mostly for the last 20-some years, and I have appreciated being opening up to other avenues, especially, I guess, the sacred flames. I guess I just like that powerful concept that they support that I envision that they give that is offered to them. Yeah, they seem like um, such a simple thing to do and and sometimes when I'm Saying the prayers or doing the meditation, my judging ego mind goes to, you know, this stuff is weird and <laughs> why are you even doing this? It's just weird. And I I do it anyway and then powerful things happen. <laughs> so that's just another just another demonstration to me of uh, deepening my spiritual practice and healing in spite of myself. <laughs> Another thought that came to my mind as I'm reviewing is the, the allowance of it being okay, you know, that I think my image of God has changed to be a more impersonal force. Maybe because of an impersonal book even though I only read it once and slowly at that, um, 
and okay with that. More and more. More than I was. Hmm. That's interesting. You say impersonal force. What does that mean? Well, the God, to me, that book emphasizes the impersonal nature of God, which is the force, which Mm. is, (laughs) it's pure. I haven't seen the movie yet. I only, Star Wars was the only one I really saw. I never really saw the others, but, uh, you know, the force, the the benevolent Mm. isness of the universe Mm. that is supporting us if we're in alignment with it. And we, we being the, the sonship, the, to use courses, language, the one son, the expressions of the one son. Which is kind of just, for me, it seems like just another way of saying that we were created in God's image. So, if we're created in God's image, then we're just as perfect as God is. And we just forget that sometimes, I think. Yes, it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I always thought it was like the two eyes and ten fingers, and that was the image. And I'm like, I don't know what, I mean, I was a young, you know, kid. Then I realized more and more. I mean, I never have thought that for a while, but I realized more and more is I get connected to my I am presence, and and more and more my I don't know if it's an understanding or feeling or a knowing or all those things combined. Because, um, yeah, it's just bigger than words, I think. And sometimes the English language just doesn't offer you the the ability to communicate exactly what your thoughts are <laughs> or your feelings. Wow. Okay, so uh, it's one fourteen. Does anybody have any um, prayer requests or anything before we close our call? Well, my my work situation is I'm waiting for the vendor to come up with a solution. So it can be an hour from now. It can be three hours from now. It can be, you know, in the middle of the night. Um, so prayers at the perfect timing on that schedule. You have to stay in that location. You can't be at home and waiting. Oh, I, I work at home. I, I yes, can work yes, at home. Yes, so but you I, don't I, have I, to be I, in some other place. No, and You're I have a co-worker. on call, as it were. I'm on call. Yes. I'd like to ask prayers for healing of my hand and uh, my mm-hmm. mind, which is very... Uh, 
quick to uh, to criticise if I, if somebody's taking me to the mall and they don't park where I would normally park. I think that they have a better idea. Mm. All those I can see that all the things that when other people do things for me, I think they should do it the way I would do it. So I'm I'm having to let go of all that. So that's going to be a opportunities. I would like um, continued prayers for uh, me and my family as we celebrate Christmas and New Year's uh, without the physical presence of my dad. Um, Also prayers for my um, old boss from the Holistic Health Clinic. She's having some challenges at work at the moment. And... um, I think that's it. Just, just joy and peace to everybody. <laughs> yeah, and prayers, just, just prayers. Any, any prayers, any thought, any, any just energy sent out my way. I mean, we're all one in the house, so it doesn't matter. I'm not connected to how it looks. <laughs> I would like you to ask you for prayers for a happy Christmas with my family. Uh, yes, that's all. <laughs> happy and peaceful Christmas. Somebody moved to... Pray us out. You want to do a group or? Sure, a little sure. round robin. I, I I can start. Okay. Placing my hand on my heart. Grateful for this community and um, just grateful for people that are committed to their path of healing and uh, accepting their glory and their power and their innocence. Grateful for our teacher Jennifer and all our teachers, seen and unseen, known and unknown. Grateful for the larger community of Master of Living students, past, present, and to come, and even the larger spiritual community of light workers on this planet during this time of great need for healing and for release of fear, for opening up the peace and joy and relationships, for relationships are who we are in truth. So we just place all of these prayers on the holy altar, resting in the divine outcome for the highest good of all. And I pass this prayer. And I will add my words to this prayer. So grateful for the evidence of our continued healing over these past two years 
and the growth of our love and appreciation for our community and for ourselves, for loving ourselves. And um, grateful for our teacher and grateful that we can share the love and the joy and the peace with this earth and all its inhabitants, especially at Christmas time. And I pass this prayer. I'd like to add to this prayer a a section from uh, the prayer of surrender from the seven sacred frames because I don't make up prayers, but I I think it will be nice to add. And I'm grateful for the community and all the teachings, learning. Beloved God, presence I am, eternally Father, Mother God, may the covenant I made with thee be totally fulfilled. May I live my life to feel your love and see your light. May your will manifest on earth as it is in heaven. Into thy hands I surrender my being, that through me God be glorified in all things. And so be it, beloved, I am. Amen. Amen. Any final words, Carla? Mm. Just, um, grateful, grateful. Thank you. Thank you, each other. I'm thinking my I am presence who has no no matter and it happens for each of us, no matter our our um resistance, our judgments, our seeming challenges <clears throat> and our loving moments, no matter what happens, the meaning we make of all that, whatever no matter what happens Our I am presence never leaves us. It is always there waiting for us to look upon it, to ask it, to let it guide us. So grateful that no matter how, what happens, that is is the case. It's always available. So grateful to God the masters, each other, this community, each of us who are the teachers and the students to each other is is all life, all life. So grateful for all the opportunities that are offered to us each day to choose love, grow in awareness, and live this life with heart-filled joy and abundance that grows and shrinks and grows, but really it's just growing, just taking over. It's fulfilling more and more of our life. I've heard that in how we spoke today, how that our willingness 
whatever you want to call it in words, our love for self, our I am presence, our divine plan, it is is becoming, it is, it is who we are, what is, it's, it's not even words, can't even cover it, but it's just that feeling of incredible gratitude for all that, all that we're seeing, all that we're knowing, all that we're feeling, even the stuff that doesn't feel so good, so grateful for all of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is our life. Thank you. Amen. 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 Do you think anybody will be on next Saturday? It's Boxing Day. Gonna try. I will be. Yeah, I'll be here. Ah, so as I was gonna say we need a leader, that's for sure. I'll be I'll be I'll be here. Okay. I think I might be here too. Anyway. Have a wonderful holiday and I hope Philip gets his uh his rest eventually. Uh, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Love and joy on this holy occasion, bye. everybody. Love you. Take care, bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Soft.